and I'm ready when you are, buddy. God. Snowpocalypse here in Texas, and there is a. We were caught up with Snowvid 21. Snowvid 2021. Snowvid 2021. Snowvid What you got in there, big guy? What you gonna smoke today? I think I'm gonna smoke the biggest one I have. You gonna go lunatic on us, huh? I am. Hell yeah. I'm smoking the JFR Lunatic Cigar. I uh, see you've got a square rolled in there. You would like to partake? I would. Thank you, sir. You're a gentleman and a scholar. I just want to give out a shout out to one of our followers, Lori. Thank you, Lori. I have no idea who you are or what possessed you to listen to us each week, but thank you. It's me. It's all you. It's always you. You're the more likable amongst us. It's not that I'm more likable, it's just that I'm more, uh, outgoing, people person. How would you describe me? I think we did this in our first podcast. But yeah. Well, you're... I like to hear people talk about me. You're outgoing within your own circle. You're not going to start a conversation with a random person at Walmart, but if they started one, you'd partake. Sorry for the dead air, folks. We're lighting up some scogies. We're getting our cigars ready. We probably, why would we do this on air? We should probably get this done before. Well, I feel like, you know, people are kind of with us while we're doing it here. I want to smoke me a CAO Flathead 770 square roll. Very, very good cigar. So we're not in our usual podcast location, which is Stephen's old apartment, because he got kicked out. <laughs> Him and his old lady split. If only. Just kidding. I love you. That does sound nice and sweet inside that uh, microphone. But I'm trying to take off my... Uh, what's this thing called? The wrapper? Not the wrapper. Well, the little ribbon. The little band. The ribbon band. I hate when they put these on. Yeah, yeah. it looks fancy, but it's like a condom. If you're sterile, it's only for decoration. <laughs> We're lighting our cigars today with a butane soldering torch. Because neither one of us brought our lighters with us. When you light a cigar, you want to do indirect, indirect fire. Because what you do with the indirect 
you keep the wrapping and the cigar leaf around it because you want to get it acclimated to the to the right char from the lighter once you start lighting it because if you don't do it all the way around especially these bigger ones they won't burn even yeah that's probably my problem most of the time for our listeners Justin is the bigger uh, cigar fat uh, joke now? <laughs> cigar aficionado I enjoy the hell out of cigar but he enjoys the science as well I'm not kind of like the Neil deGrasse Tyson of cigars. <laughs> Speaking of Neil deGrasse Tyson, does Jesse listen to our podcast? I don't. I don't know. I don't believe so. I'll have to check with him. So I have to tell him where to find us at. You know what we need to do? We need to figure out how to get people to call or call people when we're recording. I guess we could put it on the. What's that called? Loudspeaker? Uh, that'd probably be too much room for error. No, you just gotta tell them, hey, we're recording. Well, yeah, but... Don't say stuff you wouldn't. <laughs> well, there's a way to... I know there's gotta be a way to tap in it. Maybe we're gonna have to get a better whatever this thing is at some point. An interface? A little more sophisticated. For us sophisticated types. This is a big cigar. It's like only a lunatic. So how'd you do with Snowvid? Oh, I worked. I worked all through Snowvid. That was a seven day straight run, wasn't it? It was. Because all these pansies I work with (laughs) can't get out the goddamn house. We're talking to you, Ashley. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the other Ashley. And Michael. Michael and Ashley and uh, what's the other one's name? The Sofa guy? Sofa? Oh, walleye. They they get brand new $70,000 vehicles and they can't even drive down some icy roads when I'm in a 2018 Spark. I had a 2021 Colorado on loan from the dealership. I put almost 2,000 miles on that truck by myself. Most of those during Snowvid. You got, got me out here working seven days straight because these guys are afraid of snow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a lot of people were nervous about driving on that ice. Why? I guess they're just not accustomed to it living got, in Texas. You got crackheads driving on ice every day. <laughs> All different kind of ice. And we lost our water for several days and lost our, lost our power many times. Sometimes for an extended amount of time, but we had a generator. Thank God for pawn shop generators. Yeah, I was living in a EMS building for seven days, or six days, four days, whatever. I would like to thank the city that I worked because they paid me overtime during all that. Yeah. Even the days that weren't necessarily overtime pay. I had to skin one of the dogs so I'd get a new jacket. It wasn't Darla, was it? No, of course it wasn't Darla. What's wrong with you? You'd skin the wife before you skin Darla. (laughs) 
Have you seen that uh, HR-127? Tell me about HR-127. HR-127, that's House Resolution, uh, what's your name, uh, Representative She Jackson Lee down in Houston put it in into the House. It's, it's about firearms and registration and re ammunition registration. Is this going to be a Democrat representative? Yes. Okay. She Jackson Lee down in Houston. If you haven't heard of her, look her up and then vote against her. <laughs> so what is she trying to accomplish? This is my very first hearing of this bill. Well, you've never heard of it? I've, not, I've never heard of it. We'll sit down and... Oh, you already sitting down. Say, your brother comes over and you want to go back to my place and go shoot your firearm. And your brother says, hey, can I shoot that gun? And he said, yes, brother, you can shoot my gun. Y'all two just became felons. Why? Representative She Jackson Lee says you cannot transfer a firearm even between family. Vote She Jackson up out that bitch. Also, when you go into reg, like say your great granddaddy fought in the fought in, in the big one in the World War Two, <laughs> and he has one of his German muskets that he was using to patrol the borders of Auschwitz. And you bring that you bring that firearm home, and you want to mount them on your fireplace. You have to get a uh, a a historic firearms uh, certificate or license to display it in your house, even if the firearm doesn't work. Yeah, that just sounds like more Democrat bullshit. Why can't we all just leave each other alone? Leave what I like alone. I'll leave what you like alone. Unless it's little boys, then I'm coming for you. Say little boy? Little boys. Oh. You really can't hear that rain on the roof. I mm -hmm. guess the double right, double. Yeah. It's been two whole weeks since I killed me, man. It's been 30 days, that's why I sound so agitated. <laughs> So more about HR 127. Please. So let's say I went shooting and you went shooting. Both kept our guns separated from each other. Like a good, like good responsible gun owners that she Jackson Lee likes. You can't have a firearms devil's threesome there. Yeah. But uh, let's say I went to go shoot all my ammunition and you only shot half of yours. And I accidentally left a box of ammo for my gun. In your truck, and they're not set, and you don't have, and you don't have the license for that ammunition. You became a felon. Well, also, Representative She Jackson Lee, once you, once you register your firearm, it's going to be in a public database where you're supposed to store your, where you have your firearm stored, and where in your house, and how many you have. So when you go to work. Billy Joe criminal over there knocking your house and know exactly where your gun's at. This Jackson individual, I, I imagine a female. Yeah. Okay. Well, she can suck a big moldy bag of dicks. Okay. She ain't finding out shit about my firearm. Representing Sheila Jackson Lee. I think she's the 18th. That's the typical shit that would come out of Houston, too. 
But she can get all the way on the bottom of that bag of dicks where the really nasty, moldy, wet ones are. And she can suck all of those and suck her way to the top. Because she... We probably have to cut this out. No, we're keeping this one here. Uh, can't stand politicians, and I can't stand ones that are trying to limit my rights. Let's talk about old Ted. Which Ted? Old Lion Ted. Ted Cruz or Ted? Uh, Ted Cruz. The Motor City Madman. <laughs> old Ted Cruz. Everybody beating on Ted Cruz. He went on vacation. He went on a vacation when it got cold. Personally, I don't give a shit. I really don't. There's nothing he could have done that would have made any fucking difference. He wasn't going to anybody's house to fix pipes. I mean, he's just... I mean, I get it. It's the optics of it. Not really... It's not really anything in his... It's not really his ball game. I mean, it's not, but... It's not his circus. Not his monkeys. But on the federal level, it's just... It's bad optics. I understand yeah. the optics. I now, I think what bothers me most is I've never been a big Ted Cruz fan to begin with. I felt like Ted Cruz was better than old Beto. But he, uh, Beto, hell yeah, I'm coming for your guns. Yeah, come and get them, big boy. But the uh, Ted Cruz comes back home. And to defend himself, he just started... I mean, he had the most insincere apologies, the most bullshit, uh, you know, rebuttal on that whole situation. And then the next day, he goes out and helps pass out water. Fucking A. The snow dried up that fucking day, and everyone's water ran after that. He saved the fucking world. I was, I was never fucking prouder of Ted Cruz in my fucking life. His goddamn wife went down... Oh, wait, no. Hold on, I got him confused. That was Biden's wife handing shit out at some fucking food bank. Like, that fucking makes a difference. So, how many fucking people did you have to take out of line at that food bank for the Secret Service to be happy with you being in the fucking room? So, they probably took six people out, added one bitch in there that didn't know what the fuck was going on. And couldn't be overworked, goddammit, because she's fucking first lady. And I'll tell you another goddamn thing when it comes to Biden. Next son of a bitch makes fun of his dog, I'm going to kick him the fucking nuts. Oh, that's that's uncalled dog. for. Uncalled for. Yeah, you, you don't fuck with a man's dog. You're going you, you gonna to talk shit about little fucking... What's that? One boy looks like a waterhead. Baron Trump. You're going to talk shit about Baron Trump, that's one thing. You don't talk shit about the man's dog. Dogs should be left alone and out of politics. Yeah, that's one reason I never really liked Trump that much. Can't trust a man ain't got a dog. He never did have a dog, did he? Well, Not he, did, I he had a dog. Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> well, up until the end, then Mike, Mike went rabbit on him. <laughs> I feel like Mike Pence may go fucking senile after that four years. I Can't will, blame him. I will give it up to Mike Pence. That man... He put in some work. You think we got it rough getting up and going to work every day? I wake up and the first thing across my mind is, fucking Christ, I got to go back to this fucking place. <laughs> you know, they came out and said, like, Mike Pence committed suicide. I was like, he probably did it. Mm-hmm. Any other politicians like, nah, it was a conspiracy. He deserves a hero's parade. Yeah. <laughs> he still tried. Uh, Mike Pence, Lord rest his soul. And nobody get me wrong here. I'm not... 
I'm not taking sides between Biden and Trump and all that because my side is clearly going to be the libertarian side. Not the biggest fan of Trump. Not the biggest fan of Biden. Those libertarians need to get their act together and start actually. Yes, they do. Fucking Gary Johnson, really? Really? And I look, like Gary. I mean, I did too, but I knew it wasn't going to work out for oh, no. for Gary. They need to get their act together, get, get out there, and and actually get on some ballots, get some airtime. I know it's going to be hard for them. Yeah. But need to spend that money. But that. Uh, that's the thing about Libertarian Party. Looking like spending money. Yeah. The fucking Cruz and his excuses pissed me off. Like, you know, it's one thing if you went on vacation. Come back and say, look, cocksuckers, I wanted to go on a fucking vacation, okay? Kiss my ass. It was cold here, warm there. What the fuck do I look like, an idiot? It's that fucking easy. I've been there. I had this vacation planned for months. <laughs> hey, oh, we planned it for months. Oh, I was just escorting my daughters down there. Oh, we were just... Now, fuck off. Like, come on. <coughs> He was out of water just like the rest of us. If you can go and you gonna fucking go on vacation, be fucking honest about it. Just tell us. Hey, ain't nothing I can fucking do about this shit. I'm going to go get a tan. Although, also about the optics. He should have went to Florida. He spent all that time on the bill while in Mexico and then goes down to Mexico. Good point. I mean, you, you, you got Texas freezing down here. You want to get away. Where do you go? Fucking the land that you say that we shouldn't allow their people to come across? Well, he didn't say that. Just they're illegal people. But I mean... He spent all that time built, saying we need to build this wall and all that, and then he's just going to fly right over it to Cancun. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got a little cold and water got shut off. He could have gone to Key West. Yeah. Could have gone down to Key West. It was 70 degrees down there. I don't know if, how many people have thought of that, but... That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, forgive me for not being educated on it because I've not really looked very far into it. I've just been seeing this shit about the uh, immigration camps for the the youngsters yeah, and over, Biden. The overflow facilities. The overflow facilities. Yeah. People were on Trump's ass, Trump's ass for that shit, and now Biden just continuing on. We're gonna need to keep them there a little longer. Yeah. We'll make sure it's done right. Don't worry about these children. We got them. They smell good. I mean, um, <laughs> they're doing good. Well, he was part of the administration that originally put those camps into place. That originally started separating the families. He was in the Reagan administration. We've been separating kids from their families for years. <laughs> well, these particular families, this started under the Obama administration. And anybody who wants to challenge me is welcome to do so. I know what they were doing at the time because at the time, I fucking worked for one of them. That's how I know. Monster. Hey. You could say guarding camps is in the family. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a joke, folks. My grandfather died in World War II when he fell off the wall of Auschwitz. Okay? Again, a joke. Just kidding. He was pushed. <laughs> Not even the Germans liked him. Back then, our last name was spelled with a K-U. Kupenstein. <laughs>
Uh, we're barrel makers back then. Fucking cancel me. I don't give a shit. Because guess what? I still got to go to work in the fucking morning. No matter. We'll just come back with another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Change the email and everything. I mean, yeah, I probably need to check our email. We probably have been canceled. Have nobody told us. Yeah. Yeah, they sent us an email telling us to fuck off. Please, never use our platform again. <laughs> well, I'll write it. Let's make fun of fucking trans people. <laughs> we can go down to Lori's house and just, like, talk to her for a while. My, so my granny, she took a fall several weeks ago at home. She got up to go tinkle in the middle of the night. And Is this part of the trans thing? Or? Could you just let me play this whole thing out? Okay. I'm just telling the story, okay? Okay. okay. Sit down there, suck on your cigar, enjoy story time. Yes, sir. So several weeks ago, Granny, she got up in the middle of the night to make herself tinkle. And as she was walking through her bedroom, she took a fall. Granny's 86 years old. You know, she's been around a little while. Pretty much a frail woman. She is a small woman. But she fell down. She uh, whacked her head on the door, hurt her head. I think she cracked her rib. And uh, she had a couple vertebrae in her back and got rubbing. I don't remember what they call that. Slip disc or whatever. I don't remember. So she goes to the ER. Ambulance came, got her, took her to ER. She stood up there at the hospital for a couple days, and they sent her off to a retirement home so she could be rehabilitated. And they worked with her. Well, when they put her in the retirement home, her uh, she had a roommate. Her roommate was a uh, transvestite. That's right, I said vestite. Uh... It was a man who decided it was a woman after having several failed marriages. I can see that. Granny said he was a nice man, but it was just a very odd situation. She said he looked like a woman but talked like a man, and it threw her off a little bit. My granny's a sweet, sweet woman, loves everybody, but it's still funny to hear her tell stuff like that. That and lesbians. I, I know about every couple she runs across lesbians with a butch member in it she'll call and tell me about it did I ever tell you about that transgender fella I knew who uh, would talk like a man at the drive through and then go up to the window and like talk like a woman huh cousin of mine down killing your cousin mm-hmm. you told I, me your cousin was a like a like like a third cousin, fourth cousin, maybe. Just found so, it funny that. See, I personally refuse to go down the fucking rabbit hole of what do you want to be called and. If I know you, you as Jeff, I'm gonna call you Jeff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll call you what you asked me to call you. And she'll say, "No, I want to be fucking potato." Okay, you're a potato. Oh God, Mister and Mrs. Potato. While we're on the fucking subject, God damn it. No, they retracted that. He's back to Mr. Potato Head. My God, we leave the goddamn toys alone. I mean, draw a fucking line somewhere, people. For fuck's sake. Yeah, he's back to Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, there's probably kids out there being taught to make G.I. Joe bang the other G.I. Joes. Barbies eating snatch. G.I. Jose. 
I guess it does sound better when I get closer. Yeah, you should be closer yeah. to it. That's what I was trying to get across to you earlier, but, you know. Well, I didn't just lean in until just now. I can hear myself a little bit better. Yeah. I wonder when they're going to come out with G.I. Homo. <laughs> That's what I wonder. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> the little swirlies on there look weird. I may sound like a fucking bigot now. Now that I thought about it. Oh, God, not me. I don't know. You're probably like the least bigoted person I know. <laughs> we should call Jesse, see if we can do this. Uh... No, not on the phone with him. His, he's got all them fucking <laughs> rug rats and little fuck trophies running around everywhere. Fuck trophy? What's that? <laughs> little fucking booger eaters. He's got a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Then he called me the other day, told me his wife's pregnant again. Is it his? <laughs> uh, I told him to leave that fucking woman alone. And goddamn. Every time she shits a baby out, he's shoving another one in there. Fucking revolving door. I'd hate to be a woman. <laughs> I mean, congratulations, Jesse. Like I told you before, but fuck, man. Buy a PlayStation or something. Invest in condoms. <laughs> How many kids he has? Like 12? Motherfucker couldn't pull out a driveway. I mean, he just... Can't even throw away receipts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to tell him to listen to this one. (laughs) It's not that hard not to get caught. (laughs) But don't let his wife listen. Nah, she probably wouldn't. I mean, maybe it was in it. if he was in it, she'd probably listen to just make sure he's here. <laughs> All right, leave Jesse alone. Leave Jesse alone. Leave Jesse alone. <laughs> I just, I just <coughs> want to show up and talk and spin in the mics with us. <laughs> yeah. Just got to make sure he doesn't do any mic drops. Yeah, these things are expensive. Mm-hmm. I'll get him one of those play ones like from Mattel or whatever the Mattel. Oh, Mattel. Well, it's probably a fucking transgender mic, so it's a it's a fucking Michelle. But <laughs> <laughs> Christ on a cracker! Why does everything got to be fucking just so liberal these fucking days? I'm all for you know everybody being. What's that word I'm looking for? Like inclusive. Inclusive. Yeah, I think I just need to turn mine up. That's why. Intolerant of one another. But for fuck's sake, there's a there's a. You mean tolerant intolerance? <laughs> there's a fucking line, and that we need to just be like, look, don't cross this fucking line. It's only a matter of time. Just let people be people. Fuck. You want to be a fucking dude, dress up in a dress, put on fucking makeup, and do all that bullshit, and you don't fucking have at it. Have fun. But it comes with consequences. Did we say it would be an ugly woman? Mike? Was it Mike? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it looked like fucking Mimi from the Drew Carey show. show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see him being a fucking monster drag, too. I can see him dancing around to, like, Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining, men. Gotta tell him to listen to this one too. Mm-hmm. 
And if a girl wants to be a boy, let her do it. But I say that we require her to play fucking football. I mean, if she wants to be a boy, at least she'll get paid a little bit more. Huh. I go with that bullshit. The wage gap is real, okay? Fucking wage gap. Why can't it be like the old days when women just fucking put out and sucked their way to the fucking top? Why? Why we gotta listen to all this bullshit? Then they become vice president. (laughs) (laughs) That was just a joke. Yeah. All right. Calm down, bitches. Canceled. We're going <laughs> to get turned into somebody. <laughs> we'll be on fucking CNN having to defend ourselves. Yeah, I called the cunts a bunch of bitches. <laughs> That's not a nice word. Yeah. I don't know if I should edit that out or just keep it. No, we're going to keep yeah, it. Yeah, we keep it in. This is being real. Yeah. Change the name of the podcast to Real Talk. Real Talk. <laughs> real Talk with our Steve and Justin. Mm-hmm. Although we might start our own individual podcast. Well, we'll have to link them onto this one. Oh, we yeah. be part of this podcast. Just Oh, like a little sub... Oh, okay, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, just kind of an in-between these, these little chats. We'll have... Our little ten-minute sections. Ten, five, ten. Run. Hell, it'll be two minute long. I goddamn sure is going to be canceled pretty quick. <laughs> Especially if we do like we talked about, and I do it on my way into work in the morning. Getting even with Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ghetto with Gonzo. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can probably. Record one just driving around at work. <laughs> How that goddamn radio going? To anybody in the law enforcement or any type of emergency services that talk on a fucking radio every day. We don't need to hear your goddamn life story on the radio. Yeah, you you know, keep your fucking radio transmission to a minimum. And goddamn it, it amplifies when you talk. You don't have to scream into the motherfucker every time you fucking talk on it. Fucking shit, I used to hate that. There's a few deputies out there just yell and yell on the radio like we don't hear them. You, you got shit going across the river, you know. What, what, what's the fucking call signs over here in Waco? Isn't it Adam 15? All on the DPS, isn't it? Or 15 Adam? Yeah. It's like, whatever, 15 Adam 23 or yeah. whatever the fuck they go by. Or, or Waco 1 Adam 101 or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, and the dispatchers are the uh, officers. Uh, we have a complaint of a vehicle driving erratically down the road and then some sheriff deputy come on there and be like 491 I'm gonna go get him right now keep an eye out for that vehicle <laughs> I'm gonna have to turn that down in editing <laughs> you should see the way it spiked over here <laughs> he's fucking well that's how it fucking sounds it's like a solid blue fucking line across here <laughs> <laughs> that's what it fucking sounds like with these assholes on the fucking radio Whenever I was doing it, I fucking hated that shit. I hate talking on fucking radio to begin with. 907. <laughs> Saw a young man riding a bicycle. He ran a stop sign, so I pulled him over and I talked to him about it. Explained to him how that's really unsafe and how his parents want to have him around for the holidays for the last of his life and how he should really pay attention to social studies. 
Though we need to get a better reflector for the back of it, maybe a better reflector on the front somewhere in the wheels, maybe a light somewhere in there, wear a safety vest and a helmet and some fucking speed goggles, get a mirror. But hey, he's gonna be set up now, all right, dispatch? Ten four received. Fifteen thirteen. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. <laughs> that was a real conversation I heard on the radio. Now I might have got a few things off here and there, but that was pretty much the gist of that conversation that I heard on the fucking radio with the man that I was working with that fucking day. Well, I heard some chick in the, another city across. I mean, we all share the same channel. <laughs> yeah, I see those cars doing donuts in the parking lot. I'll flash my emergency lights. I'm going to follow them out of town. Go ahead and contact next city. I'm going to follow them until they get into the safe, safe way around the town. <laughs> I'm like, just say 10-8. <laughs> yeah. Well, Whatever happened to unable to locate? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck happened to that? <laughs> God damn. Get caught on a fucking dog call. Oh, dispatch. Oh, make contact with the owner of that dog. Uh, explain to him the dog looked a little skinny. He showed me that he'd been feeding him kibbles and bits. He paid seven ninety nine for it over at Walmart. And he's got a, a stainless steel water ball in the backyard. And the dog's name is Ralphie. He's got some long hair and He's about four years old, up to date on his rabies. They're worried he might be getting some heartworms. He had a flea one year, got a mat in his hair. I suggested many groomers went through the whole fucking phone book and we Googled them. We yellow page. We looked at the fucking reviews. Did you know Mary's Mobile Pet Groomers, an asshole? They said that there's exhaust fumes inside the truck, puts the fucking dogs to sleep. I don't know what the fuck the deal with that. Well, I'll pull her over when she comes to town. We'll have a talk about that. Also, dispatcher forgot to tell you that the dog food he bought it four days ago, back about halfway empty. So he has been feeding the dog. Uh, I, I do believe there were more kibbles than bits, though. I did count. There is a very uneven amount of kibbles to bits. Yeah, those are the cops that nobody ever wants to talk to. I just want to hit them with a fucking bat. <laughs> out there saving the world. And then you got fucking firefighters out there. Six eleven. I'm on my way to the firehouse right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's only one two three. Quick, there. I've got bitch lights and sirens. I'm gonna be getting there as quick as I can. Was it the volunteers? <laughs> Fuck yeah, fucking volunteers. Yeah, uh, it's okay. We just needed somebody to turn the fucking light on out front. No, just calm the fuck down. But no, here come fucking Fire Freddy, fucking hauling ass down the goddamn road. <laughs> fucking shit. And if you are a volunteer firefighter and you are listening to us, just know. Fuck you. How do you feel about tow truck drivers? <laughs> They're fucking volunteer firefighters of the oh, whatever that fucking world, the automotive world. <laughs> I got a shit list. It starts with fucking volunteer firemen, car salesmen, fucking tow truck drivers. I can't wait till you get in real Cooper podcast. This little fat kid named Bradley in fucking third grade. He's still on there too. <laughs> little fucker got my got my Mortal Kombat game for my fucking Game Boy. So fuck you, Bradley. <laughs> you know, I want to get you and uh, and what's his name together in the room. You know, the alien conspiracy guy? <laughs> Not alien conspiracy, conspiracy guy. 
I'm bad with names right now. Who? Yeah, that guy. Alex Jones. Alex Jones? I had to hear the voice. I <laughs> remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> so you should do your own podcast with you talking as Alex Jones talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know how lost I would get? <laughs> well, you know what the hell was going on halfway through. Fall asleep right there in my chair. Start snoring and Alex Jones. Now, people, just remember a lot of this shit I'm just joking about and playing around about, except for the volunteer firefighter thing and salesman tow truck drivers. Bradley scored them. Fuck Bradley, (laughs) fat little fucker. Bet he's got diabetes now. He was that little fat kid that used to wear the. Wear the fucking basketball shorts and the fucking in the high top Jordans. I think we used to work with his mother. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he looked like. Fucking hate them little bastards. Still do. Every time I see one, I kick and make it look like an accident. <laughs> Not real big on kids, personally, either. They smell. That's why I don't get pedophiles. They smell and they don't fucking listen for shit. That's why I can't understand pedophiles. Yeah. That's, I mean, why don't you want to fuck a kid? They're gross. <laughs> that, that's your reasoning? <laughs> yeah, what else is there? <laughs> <laughs> they don't become ungrossed till about 20. You know what's sad is volunteer firefighters are higher on my shit list than pedophiles. <laughs> and I fucking hate pedophiles. I'd go to lunch with one before I fucking talk to a goddamn volunteer firefighter, though. What a volunteer! What about a uh, guy who's a volunteer firefighter and a uh, tow truck driver? Well, I don't know if I've ever been subjected to that much fucking stupid in one person. Mm-hmm. Got to bleep that out. Oh yeah. No, I'll bleep it out. I'll, let me mark it with the 38. Okay. <coughs> yeah, I was in a dealership a year or so ago, back before I had that silver truck. And I was looking at something. It was the Richard Carr dealership in Waco, Texas. I'm going to put them on blast because they fucked around with me too much and lost my fucking business. I don't like people that treat you like shit. So, the salesman, the whole time we were talking to him, I wanted to punch him in the fucking mouth. Didn't like the motherfucker. Well, there was an accident out there on Highway 6. Stopped traffic, got a bunch of people looking. I got up and went over there and looked at the window to see what was going on. Bunch of cops and fire trucks and shit. Well, then he goes into fucking Hero Henry mode, talking about, oh, you know, if I was that, I'd go over there and I would do this, and oh, they need another engine, and they need, oh, they need this, and they need that. And I was like, fuck, and he said, oh, I'm a volunteer firefighter, too. Uh, Yeah, run up there and tell Waco Fire Department you're there to help. (laughs) Fucking jackass. I didn't buy a car from him right then and there. I I just made up my fucking mind right then. Whatever fucking car I bought from him would probably be fucking retarded. So, I left. Fucking volunteer firefighters. 
So in other news. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the one that pulled the car over and acted like he was a cop while he was drunk and ended up in a bunch of trouble? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know he's back in the volunteer fire department. Is he really? Yeah. That does not surprise me even he, a little bit. He's like third in command or some shit from last I heard. Dude's a fucking moron too. Yeah, they threatened to shoot a cop. <laughs> I mean the cop like I don't mean to speak ill of the dead, but the cop like fucked his wife. <laughs> well, because volunteer firefighters can't please their women. It's not. It's not the cop's fault. Looking current events. See what's trending. You get that? Mm -hmm. That's weird. I don't know what that is. Probably the magnet in the uh, the speaker. Mm -mm. Yeah. I think I'm it's when, about that speaker. when it's transmitting or something. Radio waves and all that crazy shit. Democrats shelved minimum. <laughs> Democrats shelved the minimum wage tax to speed work. Minimum wage tax. Yo, let's talk about this minimum wage bullshit, okay? Y'all ready to go to basic economics with Steve? That's your second <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's just a title. <laughs> Everybody knows I'm full of shit. Well, look. I'm a fucking artard. Everybody knows that. I, I probably never should have graduated high school. They had to burn down the fucking high school to get me out of tenth grade. I mean, they. It was. I was. I was. Not a good student. Uh, absolutely loved social studies. Absolutely loved government. Anything like that. But economics, fucking hated it. Never went to class. But even I know. That a $15 an hour minimum wage does not help. And I wish people would sit down, put themselves, take take themselves out of the equation for a moment and look at what happens on the grand scale. If I own a small business, and let's be honest, any small business I own isn't making a lot of money. And I have a couple of employees... Now, granted, most business owners are not wealthy people. Many of them are not. They may be doing a little bit better off than everybody, but they are not wealthy people. And I got somebody come to work for me, some fucking unskilled high school fucking kid. And right now I'm paying him $8 an hour. What, what is the minimum wage right now? Seven twenty-five. Is it still seven twenty-five? It seems like it's been like that a long time. That's why they want the 15 <laughs> <laughs> But, uh... You see where the gripe is now, don't you? No, no. Because that way since the seventies. Let's say I'm paying you seven bucks an hour, seven twenty-five an hour, because you're a high school kid. You're basically a retarded monkey. Okay, so you're bagging groceries and taking them out to an old lady's car. You're getting your you're getting your seven twenty-five an hour. Now we double that. I'm gonna have to lay off the other grocery baggers, or let's just say I have the one. I'm sorry, I can't afford you anymore. That $15 an hour comes out to a lot more fucking money that I just don't have. So I got to get rid of you. What are you doing? I'm going to pack it here to the mic. 
the fact is these small businesses are going to have to lay people off fire people in order to stay within the parameters of this minimum wage thing. I mean if I don't have an employee I don't have to worry about minimum wage not only that but that's going to slow down business for this for the small business owner because now I can't service as many customers and it's either going to force me out of business force me to go broke or work, force me to work 120 hours a fucking week trying to make ends meet let me play uh Biden's advocate for a minute of it. Formerly known as Devil's Advocate. <laughs> Inflation has increased since 725. I mean, the price of milk has increased since the minimum wage was seven, raised to 725. Inflation and the minimum wage has not increased together. Okay, and do you think the it's, inflation it's, is going to stay the same whenever they make it fifteen dollars an hour? Oh no, it's going to go up. Every business in this planet's going to say, yeah. "Oh shit, people got more money." Well, if fifteen dollars isn't the right, which is the right minimum wage to keep up with inflation? Because if, if if I have to work more hours to afford the same cost of eggs at seven twenty-five, stop printing the goddamn money so fast. Yeah, that would work. That devalues the American dollar. I read somewhere one time that the American dollar is the most often uh, devalued currency. Well, uh, forged currency, which leads to devaluation. And but yeah, if we stop printing as much money, we bring jobs back to the United States for one start manufacturing shit back in the United States and kind of even kill some shit. People, yeah, you have to pay people more, but you're, paying, you're selling your product for a little bit more. Things will work. You know what? We need another FDR, you know? And we got half of one already. Hmm. Cosio Cortez? No. The, uh, which I, well, physically half of one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> we got half of it. We just teach him to come up with the new deal. Yeah, but the new deal was a bunch of social. Pro- social. I'm not against a lot of that stuff. Think about it. All of our infrastructure that is failing that we keep hearing about every four fucking years when somebody else wants to be the new leader. Why not do something like the new deal? Let's put some money back in the country. Put some fucking people to work. And get people back. Didn't Bush try that with them shovel-ready projects? I don't remember any of that. But yeah, I mean, that. if Bush tried it, it probably failed. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, Bush came out with these shovel-ready projects to get the American economy back on. Well, you can come out with the projects all you want, but if you're not going to actually put it into fucking action... Was it Bush? Is it either Bush or Obama? I think it was Bush. I get. I gotta Google that shit. I mean, I'm no Jamie. Phone works slow as hell in this building. Mm-hmm. There we go. Shovel ready. Rest ready. Projects. The 
Yeah, it was Bush. Was it Bush? Yeah. Was this before or after he parachuted onto the aircraft carrier? Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still there. Well, that was fucked up. Fucked all that up. <laughs> Alrighty. Everything's still working? Yeah, everything's still working. Alright, we're still on the air. Fuck it. <laughs> the light's kind of bright, though. Fuck it, that's loud, too. <laughs> that's good enough. I can see what I'm doing. Apparently not. You didn't knock down everything. We're obviously not professionals, people. You should probably just plug in the other light, too. The little lamp up there. Yeah. It's not like we're not out of sockets. I don't know where that light went. Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> Why didn't we just keep that light plugged in anyway? That was a better light. I don't know, you're the one that plugged it in. Well, I have stupid fucking ideas. I've been married twice. What does that fucking tell you? I'm not a good thinker. Yeah, Three times. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. You'll never count our marriage. I know. Yeah, I'm going to have to edit all, the, all that loudness down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was our uh, fluorescent light that I've got in here falling off of the shelf. Because I moved the table on accident. And I was trying to sit up. I feel like I gotta pee in a minute. There's a bucket right yonder. I know, I was thinking about it. You gonna be, be able to talk to the people while I'm gone? Give them a preview of your rants. Well, just get me something to go with. What, give you a rant topic? Yeah, give me a topic. I'll jump off in something. That's a good topic. I don't know. What's a good topic for you to rant about for, what, 20 seconds, 30 seconds? I can bitch about anything. Let's talk about your wife. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> How much I love her? I'd have to I'd have to have all day to talk about her. How sweet she is and how beautiful. How caring. How caring. She cooks like a motherfucker, too. Just Critter's got a nice shitter, I'll tell you that. I love my wife. I love my wife. I have to love my wife. Look at our, look at everything we've done together. You don't. It's all right there. <laughs> you don't go through this shit without love. That's for sure. Yeah, you already you have a wife and three kids. <laughs> no, don't put that evil on me. You can talk about your uh, plumbing issues while I'm gone. <laughs> Plumbing issues? Thank God for pecs. And shark bites. That's all I have to say about that. Justin's over yonder. We're at our automotive shop that we share as a hobby spot. And uh, took a little lesson from watching the cats at the house and put some kitty litter in a bucket. And that's what we tinkle in when we're here. And we just got to throw it out every now and again. So, for those that are offended by that, sorry, men are gross. That's what we do. 
I also pee out my back door every morning when I wake up. Makes me feel free. There is a freedom to peeing outside. There's there's something that cannot be described about the feeling of having a pee outside. Not having to pee into some little bowl and flush when you're done and all that wonky shit. You can just open the door and just pee. There, there's something beautiful about it. Poetic. Hey, buddy. Hey. Welcome back. Back. I didn't wash my hands because I had nothing to wash them with. Man. Yeah, sit over here and smell moldy cheese for the rest of the podcast now. I mean, my dick is clean. Oh, okay. You know, that's... Speaking of pissing and shitting, you know why it's, you, you don't shake hands with your left hand? Why is that? Because back in the day, that's what the that's the hand they used to wipe their ass and and uh, I don't know. Some people might still use their left hand, and it was called it's disrespectful to touch somebody with your left hand because that's your shit hand. Back in the uh, not the Egyptians, the Romans. Isn't that still something in the Middle East, too? Yeah, I think it is something. I would have to ask Jesse. He would know. That's some shit that he would know about. And that's why they used to, when you would shake hands, you wouldn't shake hands. You'd shake forearms. Like, you come up and you... Yeah. I don't know. I'm right-hand dominant, though, so... Left eye. (laughs) Left eye. (laughs) Yeah. See, what hand do you wipe your ass with? Your right hand? Yeah, I can't get into these personal details. I use my right hand. I use the shower curtain. I'll tell you that much. That way I can just rinse it off and reuse it. Saves you a whole bundle in fucking toilet paper every year. Did you get that from my other buddy? (laughs) (laughs) No, I still swear he's got a water hose strapped to the back of his toilet. I didn't call him back. He called me the other day. Yeah. I'm not going to start in on that. You know, he just wanted to know some feed details about... Oh, I listened to his message. I didn't know he left to be a message. Oh. Well, anyway, what else? Dang, we've been on about 55 minutes. Already? Yeah. Hmm. It doesn't feel that long. We can't give up till these suckers are gone. Big-ass cigars. Yeah, we probably should have thought about that. Give me that lighter again, would you? This is probably a good two hours cigar. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, this might be going on for about a couple hours. <laughs> I call this lighter Justin. Why? Because it's a flamer. I can see it. <laughs> that was not homophobic. I feel like I want to fight with somebody in the comment section somewhere. <laughs> Can we get a comment section for our podcast? We probably need to start a Facebook. Nah, probably only get to about 20. 20 yeah, we got to get some more people on it. 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. Then I'll get on there and engage with people because I've got nothing better in my life to do. See, I'm afraid to start a, uh, a Facebook page and like advertise it because then people in my life start listening to it. <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> fucking exactly. And how many people that I know that will know I fucking hate them just because of the shit that I say. People in your life, I'm a volunteer firefighter. <laughs> I drive a tow truck. <laughs> you know who the fuck I'm talking about. He must really hate me. <laughs> While we're on the subject, my fucking brother wanting to be a fucking pilot. What do you have against pilots? Or just your brother being a pilot? <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. That boy can't drive a fucking two wheel a little a little short wheelbase two door sports car without fucking hitting a goddamn curb every time he turns, but yet they're gonna let him put it get in a fucking airplane. There's nothing in the sky to hit. The fucking ground <laughs> Can't fucking miss it if you head south. Turn the fucking motor off, tell me what you hit. <laughs> yeah, but at least he'll go out like the Kennedys. <laughs> Bro- broken skull. <laughs> Assassinated by the CIA. <laughs> Just kidding, CIA. We know y'all had nothing to do with that. We love the CIA. <laughs> yeah, my brother be the one to crash a plane into the ocean. It looked blue. The sky looked blue. Thought the same thing. Yeah, well, that's a common phenomenon. And a week later, they'd come back and well, it turns out he had dandruff. <laughs> His head and shoulders washed <laughs> up on the shore. <laughs> See, I thought about going to pilot school. No, you're too careless. That's just that. Oh, we know that one guy with a pilot's license that flies around and he has a fucked up eye. <laughs> yeah. I can't be that bad. My brother is... Well, I'm just going to leave it at that. Well, Uncle Sam has trained him, so he should be a professional. That's something. I'm going to leave that alone, too. I'm going to make that choice. Probably a good choice. Didn't you want to be police? He did for five minutes, but it was all motivated by earnings. Mm-hmm. And I explained to him that if you're going into law enforcement for money, you just need to walk right past it. Because even at the higher paying position, if you're only going in there for the money... Your heart's not in the game. You're not in there for the right reason. I'll be there for buddy. (laughs) Yeah. What made you decide to be a cop? Be honest. No joking around. What was the thing that said made you say, I'm going to sign up for the police academy? I don't know, to be honest. I really don't. Just look fun. That was honestly it. They asked me that one time in the police academy. One of the teachers said, "What made you decide to be a police officer?" I told her, "Well, you can't beat them. Join them." <laughs> Surprised I didn't have to do push-ups over that. <coughs> She's probably all like, "All right, that's fair." 
Well, I usually tell people I didn't want an honest job. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you do when you don't have a high school diploma? (laughs) Everybody used to ask me how I became a cop, and I used to love to tell people it was a program that TDCJ had whenever I was in (laughs) for nonviolent offense. (laughs) They teach you how to be a cop. I worked TDCJ. That was a fun job. I remember the moment that I decided I was going to pull the trigger on it and do it. I guess you can't close it now. <laughs> what? I guess you can't close it now. Where'd it go? Right there by your left foot. No. You got to go to the left. Don't step on it. You're going to crush it. Where's it at? By the left. By your left foot. Like your pinky toe. Yeah, there you go. No, no, no. There you go. It's right there. Can you reach that? Not anymore. You just take it back. <laughs> go forward. Forward. Oh, there it is. Yeah, the, the ex-wife and I decided we were going to go to church. Start going to church. Get right. Like recently? <laughs> Several years ago. Uh, what she, a pretty thing about that. <laughs> before she was the ex-wife. And uh, I think we went twice. Not real good at that church day in power. Especially when I'm unsure about my religion. And... Uh, preacher was talking about I don't remember the exact verse or the exact words but it's something about the lightness and the darkness and having somebody stand between them that could help or whatever I don't know. And in that moment that's actually when I decided I'm going to go ahead. I mean I'd always wanted to be a cop since high school so I took a law enforcement class in high school and made me want to be a cop. But that was the moment to maybe decide. So that's a little bit more inspirational than mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, but at the time I'd just been laid off in the oil field. And I took a job, another oil field job that wasn't paying nearly as much. And it was just driving. And I was driving on the highway one day and it just hit me, just like hitting the wall that just pissing my life away. So the decision was made. The money was paid, and I went on to be a policeman. About day three, I was like, wow, I fucked up. (laughs) Went from the oil field to policeman, got that first check, and I was like, so this is just like a bonus? (laughs) We get this every couple of days, or how's this working? (laughs) When do I get my check? Like, no, that is your check. <laughs> the hell you say? Y'all, is y'all fucking with me? <laughs> I've seen way too many fat cops for this to be the paycheck. <laughs> yeah, I see all those cops with those jacked up trucks. and What the fuck they getting this money at? Yeah, no shit. And then you learn they work off-duty security on every one of their off days. And those cops that drive those trucks are usually the pricks. Yeah. 
It's because they have to work so much. Well, I think that's also them trying to. Some of those cops are chasing an image that they want to. They want to be like. That always leads down a bad path. I'm over here driving a Chevy Spark. <laughs> I just want to take vacations. Every vehicle I drove as a cop was 20-something years old, except for that last one. You got a red one? Mm-hmm. One of their oaky shades. And you, you will respect my authority. <laughs> I was never one of those cops either. I pull you over and you give me a good reason. I'm just going to walk away. I mean, oh, I've done that when somebody's going like 20 over. <laughs> Can't argue with that. <laughs> Why were you speeding today? Well, I just had a bad day and, and my wife left me and I just wanted to go for a drive. Not many people were out, so I just put a little, pushed a little harder on the pedal. You got me. Free to go. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good one. Have a good day, bud. Hope, hope your day gets better. I remember I pulled over like a 70-year-old man. And as a, as a rule, over 60, I didn't write a ticket. You, you had to be pretty. Between 60 and 65 was my gray area. Yeah. Because there's some 60-year-olds out. Yeah. They know what they're doing. I, I had a rule. You know, if you were a certain age, I kind of just... You know, hey, just slow it down or whatever. Just I'm not gonna write you a ticket and pull this old timer over. But he was going way too fast. I couldn't. He was doing like 80 in a 40, and it's like, and there was a lot of traffic. And I was just like, man. So I went to the car and put his license up there on the radio, ran him, and did everything I needed to do. Well, his license fell down in that crack between the radio and the console. I had to go back there and tell him I dropped your license in the console. It's going to take me a few minutes. And I popped the trunk on the unit and got my little tool bag out. I had to take that console apart and fish that ID out of there. He got a warning. <laughs> uh, I think I may have told this story on here. I don't know about that old lady that ran for me, but did I tell on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got her. She's going about 60 and 40. I was lights and signs behind her, hitting my air horn, didn't pull over. She was going about 20 miles an hour after after I got behind her, didn't pull over. I thought she was running or trying to get home. <laughs> oh, I was behind her. I'm going to take this bitch to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Run for me. She finally pulled over. I, I walk up to the car. I'm like pissed and I'm like, but you're going to run. And then this sweet old lady reminded me of my grandma. <laughs> Well, she couldn't have been that sweet. Not that grandma, the other Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> and uh, I was like, ma'am, do you know where you're at? <laughs> yeah, I'm on my way home. Like, she, had, she was coherent and everything. Why didn't you pull over? I didn't feel like it at the time. <laughs> Here's your warning. <laughs> I went back to my car. I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking this old lady to jail. See, I have a strong appreciation for honesty. Somebody tell me the truth. Huh? I, did that. Right. I did that with weed all the time, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to give a little bit of law advice. 
Right, I'm going to give a little bit of advice. I am, I am a former police officer. No longer do the job. Uh, I'm probably just not fit for it. I'm just waiting on retirement. But for those that are running around with marijuana or any other illicit substance, if you get pulled over and the cop wants to search your vehicle, first off, tell them no. Never consent to a search. Always say no. Never consent to a search. They say, get, they say they're going to get a dog. Tell them to get a dog. Nine times out of ten, they can't get a dog. Yeah, get a fucking dog. But they can only hold you there for a reasonable time. There's actually been... You can't extend your traffic stop to wait for a dog. Exactly. So... Supreme Court says that's 45 minutes. I thought it was a lot shorter than that. I thought it was like 15. No, it's 45. I thought it was much shorter. But you can always argue. You can pull up a cop's traffic record. Exactly. Mine were 11 minutes for, for a citation or warning. 11 minutes almost exactly. And if your normal traffic stop is 15 minutes, 10 minutes, and you went over 40 minutes or 30 minutes, come back to the court. I was held over unnecessarily for that dog. Yeah. And not only that, but if... See, I thought I should be a lawyer. If a cop tells you, hey, man, be honest with me. If you tell me the truth, I'll work with you. Be honest. Is there anything illegal in that car? The answer... My grandma. Is no. No. Never be honest with the police. <laughs> Unless you're talking to me. <laughs> you're going to jail. No, not really, because I've had... I told that to a guy, hey, just tell me where it's at, we'll get stomped out, and we'll go about your way. He was honest with me, brought out about half an ounce of weed, <laughs> a big bag of weed. Say <laughs> that, I mean... I was like, mm -hmm, I told you. You. <laughs> you and I were a lot different, though, in that role. I, mean, I was like, okay, I, I told you I was going to stomp it out, we're going to stomp it out. We're here. Well, I would also put that little caveat in there, though. As long as it's not an enormous amount, I'll work with you, you know, we're... If I if I go in there and pull out five fucking pounds, we we're gonna have to address this. That's different. <laughs> like a little half ounce bag of women for still I mean, a lot of got, weed. You got a fucking roach. I don't care. Chances are, I'll throw the whole thing down on the ground. You can come back five minutes, pick the fucker up, and go on down the road. Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about a bell of marijuana. <laughs> but one of my my very first drug arrest, my very first one was for marijuana, and it was a stretch to call it a usable amount. And season stems. The the officer that was leading this traffic stop, be honest with me, I'll work with you. Be honest. This dude finally tells him it's in the console, it's in this piece of paper, and pull it out. I mean, it's not even enough to make a fucking joint. Took him to fucking jail, class B. I don't agree with that shit. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Number one, if I tell you I'm gonna work with you. I'm gonna fucking work with you. We're, we're, we're gonna find out. You know. Sometimes I think I'm too lenient. I don't know. Maybe on some things, but I I think with a lot of especially think, weed. I don't think weed should be a crime. Uh -uh. That's my personal opinion. Nobody was ever killed by a car doing four mile an hour. True. But there's a. I wish I wish more cops would learn to be more reasonable thinkers. There's more to policing than just being a black and white. Yeah. Not you, talking about race, just talking about the book. You have to exist in the gray. Not everybody deserves a ticket. That was the greatest chief I ever had was the one that you and I shared. 
she was a woman that was not everybody deserves a ticket not everybody deserves yeah. a warning and she told me I talked to her one day I was like look I have trouble sometimes deciding you know I gave somebody a ticket for 15 over and then this next one I don't feel like they deserve a ticket she said well not everybody deserves a ticket not everybody deserves one that was probably one of the things that stuck me the most that she ever told me and I felt like it made me a better cop she was a great chief she was a very good teacher very good leader I'd follow her and anywhere that was one woman I could never say no to mm-hmm. very very good chief that's the type of police chief that these departments need they don't need political figures they need somebody that she would stand her ground right and wrong whatever it needed to be wonderful wonderful chief I have the utmost respect for that woman as do I and for her husband I mean, she has to put up he has to her put predecessor's up. a dipshit but yeah, he was okay I like him as a person oh yeah he's a do. great person he's a great guy he really is I just don't think he has any business being in a leadership role great person otherwise fucking hilarious stories yeah he could tell me some of the most funny shit about catching queers over there at the football stadium doing the dirty got a lot of people at that football stadium doing the dirty oh yeah his his recounting of the night that he pulled up and lit up them queers, though, that was fucking hilarious. He hurt me laughing at that. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious, just the way he told that story. How he shut them lights right back off and drove the fuck away. <laughs> Carry on, gentlemen. <laughs> always like, when I found kids out there doing always like the browbeat the dude yeah well I always like to talk shit about the dude in front of the chick like talk to the chick you really gonna be with somebody that brings you out of here <laughs> in the car you need to have some respect for yourself and find you somebody who will respect you enough not to <laughs> bring you in the back seat of a car in the middle of a parking lot yeah hey don't be ruining my game <laughs> While the dude was just standing right next to him, oh, he looked pissed at me. (laughs) (laughs) I remember behind HEB one morning, got a suspicious vehicle call, and I pulled up behind it, and the car started, was was moving around, and I was like, oh, fuck, furtive movement type thing, you know, what are we dealing with here? And I walked up there, and by the time I got to the back of the car, I realized what was going on, and, uh. Apparently nobody had noticed me yet. That's always the best. Because <laughs> he was still laying the pipe. And, I mean, I couldn't see in the car. It was tinted so dark. But I knock on the window, and like the car just stopped moving. <laughs> it's just like the fastest I've ever seen something stop moving. It just stopped. I like, I like to pop open that door. <laughs> what are y'all guys doing? <laughs> Told him, hey, come on, y'all climb out of there. You know, I thought I'd find more of that here. Yeah. Well, no. Too small. Too many people. Too many eyes. Yeah, they're probably out there on the back roads. Yeah. 
And they, uh, well, that's one of the reasons I moved out here. Just, <laughs> but they uh, they climbed out of the car. They were both high school students, on their way to school that morning. Decided to stop over and have a little fun. So I did the right thing. Called their parents. I told her, "Call your daddy. I want to talk to your daddy." I mean, they. She was just. As soon as I told her that water faucet came on she was crying please no can i call my mom uh-uh <laughs> call your daddy <laughs> calling you and he's freaking out he's all oh, god I, can i just leave now <laughs> no sir you call your mama <laughs> no and you want me no he asked me if i wanted him to call his parents said, no <laughs> daddy sounds like this is gonna be interesting enough no, I just had the dudes call their mothers and the girls call their dads. So he usually it's the mothers will get pissed at their sons that they brought a girl into the into a uh, empty parking lot. Ah, uh-huh. well he uh, the dads didn't care what their sons do. They were freaking out and she was getting her phone and she was so scared when she got her phone out. She just she kept breaking down crying. After a few minutes, the lieutenant showed up. He's like, "What are you doing?" And I told him, just over there fucking with him. He said, don't don't make them call their parents. I said, uh, yeah, you got it. And I went over there and told her, hey, don't call your dad. She stopped. No. Y'all get in that car. Y'all get your ass to school. So I don't be doing this shit no more. And you would have thought I just handed them a million dollars. They were so relieved and happy. <laughs> I think it's the first time he breathed the whole time I was there. <laughs> well, they got in that car. They hauled ass, and I was laughing. Daddy must have been an asshole. Daddy must have been pretty hard. I was like doing it with the culture because me and him we always do the bad cop, good cop on that. <laughs> with us, it was just bad cop, worst cop. <laughs> <laughs> culture taught me a lot about the gray area. Did you ever work with Blake? Nope. I replaced him. Yeah, that's right. He was fun to work with. Mm. Him and his wizardry. Him and his wizardry. That was fun too. Funny. The weirdest experience of my life. I've been I've done some weird shit. I remember whenever we were at the old shop and he came over there and smoked with us one night and cigars. Smoked cigars. started talking about his armor he was having made and the whole time he was talking you were just watching me the whole time you were watching me like a black man in CVS I was didn't know what was going on you were waiting for me to say something it's starting to rain more bring it on yeah for those people out there culture passed away recently another one gone too soon yeah. to Coulter to Coulter he was, he was he was one of the good ones proof that the good do die young yeah Carol Coulter yeah Lady Mama Leg <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> okay <laughs> too far well seriously Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> no, that was the 
either the Clintons, the royal family, or somebody <laughs> killed him. <laughs> I mean, he might have. <laughs> no, he did not. I don't know if there's really... I'd actually be curious now that I'm thinking about it. wonder what the numbers are of pedophiles uh, offing themselves. Probably pretty high. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I'd hate to be a pedophile that goes to prison. Mm-mm. I mean, it's probably good justice, but... <laughs> I... I wish that, uh... I could take a job just dealing with the pedophiles. No, because then you'd be in prison for, like, murder. I mean... Well, I mean, if they would, like, just unlimit things, be like, look, they're pedophiles, you know, their rights don't matter, you know. I mean, I've got an aluminum bat right over there. I'll bring my own work stuff. You know, I won't even fucking write it off. I won't even do that. I'll just... I agree with you. I think I'd be good at it, too. You know, there's that certain thing that make decent people go very indecent very quickly. And that's one of mine. Get around somebody like that and I just want to be violent. Like happily violent too, not just like oh I, ha I regret having to do this. No, like I can't wait to tell everybody that what I did. Look what I get to do. Yeah. People would get tired of hearing me talk about it. I mean seriously, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> should see the kitty fucker I got today. Don't they do that in Middle Eastern countries? I hope so. I mean, there's a few things that Middle Eastern countries get right. <laughs> Women can't talk about the man's permission. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, women out there. Women of the world. This is a woman-friendly podcast. Yes. But, keep in mind... Never really hurts to ask permission either, though. <laughs> uh, we're getting canceled. <laughs> First day back in like a month. Yeah, I know. Snowfit changed me. Working them kinks out. <laughs> An hour and 20 minutes in. Nobody's listening. Except for Laurie, because we love Laurie. <laughs> Whoever's listening has some very deep-seated mental issues that we got to get to. Yeah. Please call. Please call your therapist. <laughs> if you can't get help here, get help somewhere. Love shouldn't hurt. No, it should not. I mean, unless you like it hurting. Yeah. I had that conversation with somebody recently about BDSM, about choking bitches while you're having sex. Not my thing. 
Yeah, I couldn't do it. Especially after being a cop. I had that one chick that wanted that after I was a cop, and I was just like... This is assault by <laughs> occlusion. <laughs> like, bitch, <laughs> trying to get me. I'm not leaving ligature marks around you. <laughs> yeah, that was... Like, you're trying to get me caught up. I know what you're talking, what you're trying to do. It's the burden of knowledge I was talking about that one time. Yeah. Choke me. No. <laughs> Choke yourself, but I'm getting a camera. <laughs> recording this for my safety. I need you to fill out these forms in front of a notary. <laughs> <coughs> Impeding breath. No, I'm not going down for that. <laughs> no, because when you, in two days, when you have strangulation marks on you. <laughs> Next week, whenever I piss you off. Because <laughs> it's always like a week later for me. I'm a horrible man to date. Is it that you're a horrible man or they're not woman enough for you? That could be it. Good. And all these bitches that think I was the worst person to date that never married me. Like, my wife is a fucking soldier, buddy. Maybe you're you're the soldier. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe you're taking thinking too lightly on yourself. Maybe. For being unapologetically masculine. See, there's a war on masculinity. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. War on masculinity. Dudes should not be putting lotion on their fucking hands. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to put this out there for all my uh, colored people. I'm, as colored people like the brown and the black folk and Europe, European dark people. Our hands get ashy, okay? We well, look, mine's ashy. Yeah, but on white people, it looks... White people and Indians, it looks okay. <laughs> My wife tells me constantly how rough my hands are. Well, I'm, I'm always telling her it's just a. I don't put lotion for the the roughness. I put lotion for the ashiness of well, dry skin. Okay, at night when I go to bed, I do put lotion on my hands because my my hands crack on my knuckles. See, but you're not wearing a glove of Vaseline. I don't walk around daily popping lotion in my fucking hands like I've seen some of these fucking <clears throat> fellers doing, and. Uh, yeah. We got a lotion bottle at work that's just right by the computer. <laughs> I'm going to leave that completely alone. I'm not going into that at all. I actually bought the lotion and put it there. <laughs> just because it looked a little <laughs> off. <laughs> See the, yeah. Uh... What are you doing? All oh, working on a revenge porn case? <laughs> <laughs> just going over the material see that would be hard for me revenge porn you can't like send out pictures of your old lady no not like revenge porn but I just it just popped in my head like if you were investigating like a child pornography case how would you I couldn't do it I, I could not look at the picture and have a clear conscience even even if I was the investigator, do, I, I couldn't do it. 
We had one of those cases here, but I didn't have to work it. There's there's something to me that there's there's such a line there for me, such a boundary that even seeing it would make me feel like less of a fucking human being, even so if I was doing it to help to try to help the situation. It, it just I couldn't do it. It's it just not in me. It, for one, it's so vile. Yes, it's a vile. It's so despicable and disgusting to me. I don't want to see a naked fucking child, much less a naked child performing a sexual act. I, I just, it's something that, it's so far beyond my mental capabilities. I cannot actually, it would make me sick and then it would bother me. It, it would stay with me. And I, luckily I've never been in that position. Yeah. Because I guarantee you if I got my hands on the, the, perpetrator. the perpetrator, it would... I would end up in fucking prison. Me and my coworkers talked about that one time. Like, what would we do? Like, we walked up on a car that somebody sexually assaulting a child. Shoot him. Fucking two in the cranium. Take the consequences. Yeah, I'd, I'd go to prison for that. Yeah. Uh, I'd I know. Hopefully, I would have that moment of clarity to call another officer and back away from it. What, so we have two guns going? <laughs> <laughs> because I personally, if you're going to fuck a child, you're going to die in front of me. I mean, that's just how, that, that's just, I'm going to do what I can to take your life. Yeah. And I'm going to do it in the most violent fucking way I can think of. Unless it's like a 16, 17 year old. Like a 20, well, 20, 25 year old. We've had that discussion before yeah. where I kind of feel. There's a line for innocent child and child, and then... A grown-ass adult that knows what they're doing. Uh, there ain't no such thing as an innocent teenager, so I don't even go there, but... I've seen big mouth. <laughs> but the... Uh, but even with a teen, even then, some of it... Well, there's those teens that are just <coughs> not all there that yeah. you can talk them into anything. Yeah, I mean, it takes a... And, that, and that's one, you know, the totality of the circumstances. Yeah. <coughs> you know, you got to really... What's the story here? Is it a adult with a 16-year-old that acts like an adult that, for all intents and purposes, you may believe to be an adult? An adult, you know. It passes themselves as, a, as an adult. You know, there's there's something to look at there. But nobody looks at an 11-year-old and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. holds down a 9 to 5. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there's just... And and teens from the time they're about, something happens to a teenager between fourteen and fifteen where they just turn fucking mean, no. <laughs> and they're out there to. Some of them are out there to get people. Some, of them, I mean, like I said, it's totality of the circumstances. Because for every child that has of that age that has been taken advantage of in a bad way that you cannot argue with, there are those out there that would intentionally put themselves in that position to hurt somebody. Or for their own pleasure or benefit, so yeah. that's where investigation is needed. I walk up and you're butt fucking a nine year old. One in the head. Yeah, shit. I'm probably gonna empty the whole fucking mag. I mean, it's just. Oh, my bolts are too expensive for that. I don't give a fuck. It's pedophile. It's worth they're it. They're not worth it. They're I'll donate my fucking time and ammo. Get a vacation. <laughs> Now I find out you raped a sixteen-year-old. We're in a whole different fucking ball game again. Yeah. And we're gonna 
I'm not going to shoot you in the fucking head. So, I'm going to go ahead and put you in the handcuffs. I'm going to go. We're going to stop by here. I'm going to grab my aluminum bat. And we're going to fucking. We're, we're just going to start up the fucking little toe. And we're going to work our way up. There's no reason to rape anybody. You got no. prostitutes in out there. In 2021, there's no reason to fucking rape anybody. You got prostitutes. Well, unless it's Garamucci. You got prostitutes <laughs> out there that are willing to. You give them a little money. You can have as much fun as you want. Mm-hmm. Which that's why I not only that, but there's there's somebody for every fucking kink or fantasy, whatever, whatever you fucking deal with. Make sure you email Scaramucci. There's some there's something out there. You just gotta put in the time to go fucking. You know, maybe maybe if you're a little too fucking creepy for these people, don't be a fucking creep. I mean, there's just. I want to see like the statistics on these countries that have like legalized prostitution. With their rape statistics compared to countries without rape. Sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would Yeah. That would be curious. I'd also wonder like somewhere like Las Vegas where it's legal. Nevada. Yeah. Just kinda see what the what the numbers suggest. I mean we could be completely fucking yeah. wrong. I mean, because we are the classes that we've been to in regards to, you know, Law enforcement, rape is a control thing. Mm-hmm. So that's a mental break in your fucking head. Well, you can use your money as control when you're buying a prostitute. Like, oh, yeah, you're doing this because I'm paying you. Yeah, but do people think that way, though? Is, do you have enough, do you have the ability to plan that far ahead that you say, I'm going to go pull $1,000 out, go get this bitch over here to you know suck my dick from behind me? Like, are you doing all that fucking... You know, are, are, do these people have that ability to pre-plan that, or do they just see a woman say, "Hey, I can overpower her and do what I want to do"? Or man, some women can rape men. It's happened. There's a fat girl in my history that I swear to God she raped my ass. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just want to look at the statistics on that, or find them if there's any. We do need to. That, that would be curious to see. I mean, I do believe the prostitution should be legalized. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna play the whole my body my my uh, my choice thing, then that should go yeah, that far too. Now, human human trafficking or sex trafficking. No, that be- yeah, but I, I think, think whenever you open up the law to allow for prostitution, you kind of take some of that out of the way. It's like the same arguments that the pro-marijuana people have with the cartel saying you legalize the marijuana here in the States and the cartel that takes a hit out of the cartel bringing it across. Mm -hmm. I mean, you sort of use the same argument. Yeah, I mean, now there are going to be people, especially when you come to the sex business, that are going to take advantage. They are going to find a way to make it illegal. Well, I do believe because everybody has a taste. I mean, that's why that exists. It needs to be highly regulated. Yes. I'm usually against regulation, but on stuff like that, there needs to be some sort of regulation. Which, I know in Nevada, there is, it is highly regulated where they have nurses or nurse practitioners come in there and test the girls daily, or guys daily. Or not daily, but weekly. Yeah. Or even having somebody that can go around and ask these girls, hey, are you a victim of sex trafficking? Are you being abused? Are you okay with what you're doing? Is there 
something is there help that you require some bitch would be like no i'm just trying to get my fuck on okay i mean if prostitution was legal i would have been doing it at 18 yeah (laughs) and some bitch come on and be like no i'm just trying to make some money i'm like well fuck i'm here (laughs) well i'm here anyway (laughs) (laughs) i i can't uh i can't pretend like i wouldn't enjoy some of those benefits i mean if i'm married obviously i you, Not gonna do it. You gotta throw away as often. Uh, <laughs> what's this square charge, <laughs> Madame Cliso? <laughs> that's a big hunter. That's a water pipe. That sucker just broke right now. That uh, would suck balls. Cause that would flood this fucker so fast. Now that we're off the uh, subject completely. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> but anywho. I'd love to kill a pedophile sometime. Yeah. Oh, what if we caught them? That could be a way that we could pay for some of these prison costs. Is the pedophiles, you let people pay to come in and kill one. Yeah, but you... Kind of not want to make it like too high of a cost, yeah. Because that that pro, oh, that's a little smoke ring. Where was I going? Oh, yeah, you don't want to make it too high of a cost because then you you outprice the middle class. Yes, you're right. But we work it like benefits, you know, like like SNAP or something. <laughs> I just have like a lottery. <laughs> you put your name in, and yeah, it's an even across the board payment. You get to win one a year. Yeah. Do like a radio station. Caller number nine. <laughs> You've been drafted. <laughs> this is a two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? Oh, man. I got that little bull to finally come up to me. Does it quit walking backwards? He quit walking <laughs> backwards. <laughs> Why was the bull walking backwards? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> but I did find that there is actually a condition where they will do that after some of their shots. So fuck you. <laughs> What's the condition? Was it like, uh, something after shots, but they, yeah, they'll make them fucking walk backwards and do some other weird shit too. Did you find on Urban Dictionary? Look, it, it was just fucking <laughs> weird, okay? Because I went in there, and every time he would move was only backward. He would not walk forward. He like went around the whole fucking corral backwards, and I was like, that is fucking weird. And then in the back of my head, I reverted back to the Tom Green Freddy got fingered. <laughs> I'm the backwards man, the backwards man, the walking backwards man, the backwards man. I just get a frantic phone call from you. Hey, man, (laughs) I I don't know what's going on, but cow's walking backwards. I don't know what's going on. Do you know anything about cows walking backwards? (laughs) It was fucking weird, man. I should have recorded it on my phone to show you. It was just fucking weird. I don't know. Maybe just don't walk forward. (laughs) It's a personal choice. (laughs) I don't know. I'm surprised you didn't go behind it and try to push it forward. 
fucking transmission's broke. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Cow's walking backwards. My wife's on the hay. <laughs> Chicken's eating lettuce. <laughs> What's wrong with his fucking farm? <laughs> the neighbors are yelling at each other. <laughs> I think this. I think we bought an old fucking Indian barrel mound. Is what I think. <laughs> Although it was kind of cute, I come out yesterday and Buddy was up on top of one of the ram bales just taking a nap. Yeah, Rob used to jump on the hay bales. Yeah, Axel's too fat for it. <laughs> We're gonna put an elevator in. How'd you get up there? <laughs> Rob's like jumping down, trying to show him how to jump up. <laughs> Look, it's easy. I can do it. I don't think we're the same. <laughs> yeah, I finally got that one hay bale unloaded that I bought right before the. Snowstorm sitting on my flatbed, couldn't get it off of there because it fucking. I tried to get it off right after it snowed, but it was froze to the trailer. Did you tie a rope around it to a tree? No. I, found, I I rolled it off the other day, rolled it off on the ground, moved the trailer out of the way, went and hooked up to the bell buggy, went over there and grabbed it, and then backed it in there and pushed it off on the ground. Had the wife come out there, her and I pushed it over where it's flat and then dropped the hay ring over it. She having fun out there? She's enjoying it. She like my roosters? Yeah, well, that, she's got mixed emotions about that. So, they keep waking me up. <laughs> well, there's one fucking retarded rooster that goes off at like 3 o'clock in the morning. I think he's on fucking, I, I think he's on the uh, Eastern time. <laughs> he's... You gotta reset his clock. 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 The cock clock. What else is on current events? Okay. It's trending. Have you read the new Vogue article? No, I look like I read the new Vogue article. No. I've read so many Vogue articles that I don't even know what the fuck a Vogue article is. (laughs) I didn't even watch the CPAC thing with Trump. I didn't. I'm just. I did see Ted Cruz on there, a snippet of him saying that, uh, well, isn't that in, was it Orlando or Tampa or something? Where did they have that at? I think Orlando. But, he's, but Ted Cruz got up there on the stage and he's like, it's nice here. Not as nice as Cancun, but it's nice here. <laughs> or Cabo or wherever the fuck he went. See, everything's about CPAC right now. Yeah, I don't really care about all that. I'm tired of the politics. I kind of am too. I used to like follow politics. Like, Yeah. I used to. I'm, I try to stay away from it. I actually make an effort to stay away from it now. After the last four years, I've kind of been like, yeah. Did I ever tell you about my prison reform plan? I think so. I think it's... I think it's a solid plan. Got some kinks got to be worked out of it. 
No, I do like a little kink. Hmm. Mitch McConnell. Hey, do you support Trump running in 2024? Why? Did he do something bad? Mitch McConnell. Just another fucking joke. California's liberal Ninth Circuit tackles gun rights, mulling, restating high capacity magazine ban. I hate to live in California. Boy, howdy. I just hope the people that moved here from California remember why they left California. High paying jobs. They moved to Texas for, for, for a reason. I wish they'd just Joe Rogan make sure he, uh, see if he says that. I think he takes a, a thoughtful approach to it. Tim and Timothy Dillon. I love Tim Dillon. Mm-hmm. He's a funny one. I like his podcast. I get too close to the mic. Can you hear it? Yeah. What? I saw something earlier that set you off because I like when you get set off. Mm. I don't know your wife doesn't. You know, my wife has ever never actually experienced me uh, going off like for real, for real, losing my cool. It's funny. As long as it's not pointing in my direction. <laughs> The Republican Party is now in its end stage. I don't believe that. No. All this is about the Republican CPAC thing. <laughs> Trump defies liberals by chugging entire bottle of Aunt Jemima syrup. <laughs> so. Babylon B. Oh. I like read their articles. I know they're not real, but I like reading. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. (laughs) Satire. I mean, some of them actually sound like they're written by the Democratic National Convention. (laughs) I tell you one thing that needs to be discussed in this country. I got to take this one. We're recording again. <coughs> so that was his warranty advisor. Yeah, calling me about a vehicle warranty expiring. It better fucking not. Why Tiger Woods was driving solo to a Discovery TV shoot before his accident? Because he fucking felt like it? I don't know. (laughs) How about nobody fucking cares? (coughs) (coughs) Takashi69 says he left Instagram for six months because he weighed 204 pounds. It's that prison weight. Those prison biscuits put some weight on you. 
they are good. I'll tell you. Those PVC biscuits. Those pancakes. And fucking jail pork chops were good. Oh, yeah. Out here at the county jail. I used to. <laughs> you farted. <laughs> I think he caught it. <laughs> There's a. Uh, yeah. That's when I first started eating greens. Was when I was working at the prison, I used to have this inmate. I'd uh, he'd get some, he wanted some pork ends, and I'd make a deal with the prison butcher, another inmate. Everything was run by inmates over there. I'd take him some, some fried chicken. He gives me some pork ends, and then and then I bring it back to the kitchen I worked at as a guard, not an inmate. <laughs> And then I'd give it to my inmate to make his, his pork ends and collard greens. Oh, it's amazing. Well, their food's more fresh, too. Yeah. Yeah, because they're greens. They pick them from the fields. Yeah, that's they're actually harvesting that. Their pork is... From, from their the, farm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we finally got that pig back that we sent off to get butchered. And pork chops were fucking badass, man. The bacon was good, too. I know you don't like bacon, but you might actually like that bacon. It was pretty good. See, I've been thinking about getting a pig. I, I fucking hate pigs. I really do. And I might do it in the summertime just to... Are then your nephew, like, sell pigs or something? They may be selling one. I'll have to ask. They'll have big ones up, three, four hundred pound pigs over there. Because I'd buy one from him and just bring it back in. Yeah, it's just been fed out pretty well. I'll have to ask him. Because I just don't want to buy a pig. I mean, from somebody I don't know, but that's what I do when I go to the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Well, you can go <coughs> get one of the pigs over there <coughs> where I bought mine. See, I want to trap a wild hog and domesticate it. Oh, you have fun with that. I'm gonna check on the pig. I'm gonna go call them, but you want to call uh, Jesse? <laughs> Just tell them we're, we're on the air. <laughs> oh, she's not gonna answer. Let me, let me call Big Daddy. Aaron? Yeah. That's a big son of a bitch. That's a big old SOB. You get drive all the way down there. No. Hey, big fella. What's up? Uh, this uh, conversation will be recorded for customer satisfaction and quality. Um, we'll do quality assured purposes. Quality assured. I'm, thank you. That's what I needed no. you for. You're live on our podcast. Hey, uh, are y'all selling any of them pigs that y'all took to show this year? Yeah, probably. Well, I already have butcher them, but... Well, Gonzo wants one for butcher. Okay. How much you want for one? Uh, I was going to sell maybe 200 bucks. 200 bucks? 200 bucks was a minute of money. <laughs> How big is he? Close to 300 pounds, and now I'd imagine it's not 300. How much of that would be in the cost of butcher? You're looking about 60 cents a pound for dead weight. 
How much you think the dead weight will be on her? Oh, you, oh, so you think you're putting her pounds of meat? Wait, the same dead or alive. Okay, well, I'll call you back. The hanging weight, you say? Yeah, that's what, that's like stripped, like the carcass. Yeah. All gutted and everything. All right, well, I'll let you know if he wants one. Okay. All right. Hey, hey. Right. Tell me you love me. Huh? Tell me you love me and I'm your favorite brother in law. Well, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know about what? I don't know. Huh? That's how I married your sister. You married my sister for me? No. Little Mike is his favorite? Is Little Mike your favorite? No. Am I your favorite? Uh, favorite what, though? Your favorite brother-in-law. I don't know. That's the likes me. Do you like Gonzo? Do you like Gonzo? Yeah. Okay, he's okay. going to give you a hug next time he sees you. A big hug. Big old bear hug. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. All right. All right, bye. I'll walk down the aisle with that man. <laughs> At my wedding. Well, we found you a pig. Two hundred bucks ain't bad just to drive down there to go get some bitch. You think you'd fit in the back of my mom's car? <laughs> Our truck. Uh, we'd have a hell of a time getting it back there. Well, he's calling me back. Who? Aaron. Hello. <laughs> I didn't tell him too. He just wants to wait until he wants to buy a quarter of a pig when he process them. He do that too. Okay. Okay. I want the pig feet. Now we've been selling a quarter for one twenty-five processed. All right. I'll let him know. Yeah, I'll, I'll just tell him to get. I'll tell him to text you or something. Yeah, I can fit that yes. in my truck. Okay. All right. Everybody. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah. Do you even have anywhere to store a whole pig at? Yeah. My my uh. Freezer's getting a little bare. Uh, Plus, at my grandma's house, she has a big My freezer. freezer is literally full to the top. No kidding. No, no shit. Like, we cannot put anything else in there. That's a good feeling. I thought about putting that heifer in there next year, but. You gonna kill it first? <laughs> I don't. Uh, when we kill stuff, it's humanely. I've always heard that he- that them Holsteins don't make for good meat. They don't make for real good eating. I always heard the Holsteins do better. Or... Really? Yeah. So I've always heard the Holsteins don't make good for meat. I'll have to find out. But I don't think I'm going to... I don't want to put her down because I'm going to put babies on her after she has her hey, first. You, usually you keep that one and you kill the baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what we'll end up doing. Yeah. Because you keep her, and then when you have a bull, you butcher the bull. You have a heifer off her, you butcher the heifer. Yeah. My my bulls, his nuts are dropped whenever you want to try them out. <laughs> well, let me rephrase that. <laughs> if you got a heifer you want to put them on. Oh, okay. I don't know. Do you bring your heifer to my house, or do I bring the bull to your house? I think you bring the bull to my house. In her territory. Yeah. But then your bull will get pissed. Well, it's not really my bull. It's more... 
You got a you yeah, got, I got a bull. You got that little one, yeah, don't I got you? The little one. Yeah. He's not going to be big enough this year, is he? He might be. He'll sure as hell try. <laughs> <laughs> everything around our place right now is fucking everything. I, I saw the donkeys out there the other day. Fucking, we've had three females go for female dogs go into heat. What about you and the old lady? Well, not everything, I guess, but. Probably didn't light it right. I saw that donkey out there the other day with his equipment going on. Kind of bummed me out. I thought I was the only one around there like that, but I want to get one out of that. You want another cigar? Yeah, I'll probably get one of these ones over here. Okay. I think I'm gonna have that uh, that big mare. I think I'm gonna try to get a baby out of her. I wanna try to get a mule out of her. Big as she is. And that one that I bought from your brother, it'd be cool to get a mare out of her, or get a baby out of her too. I just make dog food on that one. She's a good horse. Yeah, good for dog food. <laughs> the people already know how my feelings about that horse are. She's a sweet horse. For a mare, that's not typical. See, me and that horse don't see eye to eye. <laughs> I even like the one that threw me off of it. <laughs> that shit still hurts. <laughs> I told you not to ride her. I told you to ride that smaller mare. Fuck that horse. That was funny watching you fly, though. Maybe that's why my back hurts. Falling on the ice and that thing throwing me off. And what the hell was that? What's my deal today? Why am I knocking everything down? Ew, this is gross. <laughs> I might have to go get a shop towel. <laughs> shop rag. All right, go get you a shot. Clean yourself off. Talk to the people while I'm going. Hello, people. While Justin's gone, I guess we'll discuss how Hitler didn't go far enough. I, I kid, I kid. Just joking. Bear with me. I'm trying to light a cigar while he's gone. We do. No, it's an electric one. Let me go. Here, you talk to the folks. I'll go find one. I just brought it over here last night. What do you think? It's not going to get cold again? You put this up here so you don't drop it. 
I may have to make me a tinkle too. Well, I'm just going to stop it for right now and we'll carry on. And well, welcome to the Justin podcast where I talk to the people and discuss my views on things. Well, to start, the housing crisis. No, nah, I don't want to talk about the housing crisis. I want to talk about a good cigar. The JFR cigar is what I'm smoking now. It's the Lunatic. It's a very robust cigar. It has hints of maple in it. It also has hints of, of cedar. Like it has a good aftertone. The tone, it's uh, the maple and the cedar when they come together gives it a good flavor. But the aftertone of the maple that hits the back of your throat, it tastes like syrup. Like a good maple syrup, not like... Well, Aunt Jemima's probably my favorite. Well, it's not Aunt Jemima anymore. Well, that's another thing, Aunt Jemima. Those people, you know, Aunt Jemima's people, the uh, the family of Aunt Jemima, it, I hope they still get their royalties off of the new name because that would suck for them to lose all that money just because some social justice warrior is like, no, can't be naming stuff after Aunt Jemima. With Aunt Jemima, she was a lovely lady. When Steven gets back, I'll... I'll try to bring that up about the Aunt Jemima because I believe Aunt Jemima is I mean must, miss, Mrs. Butterworth is a good syrup in itself but I prefer the Jemima which right now we have a, the original Aunt Jemima bottle with her face on it and all that so I'm not going to throw that away because that might be a collector's item in the future so anybody out there with your Aunt Jemima bottles, do not throw them away. Because they will, I believe, sometime in the future, they'll uh, they'll uh, be worth something. I don't know how much they'll be worth, but they'll be worth. I'm talking about Aunt Jemima. I heard you. I was saying, I don't know if the, the family of Aunt Jemima is still going to be getting their royalties since they changed their name. They took money away from a, a family just for the name change. It's a little space heater. Yeah, it is. Does it get hot? Oh, yeah. Can you plug it in? <laughs> I won't plug into this one. We're a triple breaker doing it this way. So this may be the end of this podcast. Oh, the computer won't turn off. It's on battery. You're really right, not running that much of a light. I'd rather trip the breaker on the on that uh, thing than the breaker in the wall. Yeah. I should have brought my little propane one. The ones off the little green bottles. If it's cool again next time, I'll bring it. Sit it like right here. Yeah, we're we're discussing plans of building a uh, a small makeshift studio here. What you need? Lighter. Lighter.
talk to him. I mean, well, I'm trying to think of something we ain't covered yet. I'll tell you what ain't covered enough and what we don't talk about enough that I view as a real problem in this world. The globalist. <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, hey, nobody ever talks about that. It scares the shit out of me. You know there's another one? Yeah, I've heard that before. It's not, I mean, it's not in Bermuda. Well. It's like on the opposite side of the globe, like in the exact same spot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Which nobody ever talks about that either when they talk about the Bermuda Triangle. It's sister. Yeah, that's the only reason I won't go to the Bahamas. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> and that's legit. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I wonder if the people that go in there and end up disappearing, if they know that they disappeared. Wonder if there's like a whole another little world in there somewhere where all those people are still there. Maybe they're still living their exact same life, mm. but in a different reality. It's crazy. We should take a trip in the Bermuda Triangle. No, I'm not going. <laughs> Maybe they've solved world hunger and cancer and AIDS. It's a better place to have world peace in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, we saved it. We uh, solved days, which is quite fucking. <laughs> Did you see where uh, the flu has become non-existent? Oh, yeah. And COVID has taken over. Yeah. yeah. Flu stocks are down. COVID is up. <laughs> which I can believe that because with all this uh, mask wearing and stuff, that I figured that the flu and all that would be down. Social distancing. Is it down or is it misdiagnosed? No, I think it's down, cause, except for my mother. She got the flu. Yeah. She was around a whole bunch of people with COVID. And got the flu. She went to her friend's house and took care of his daughter while she had, like, severe pneumonia with COVID. She never got it. But I was also reading an article, which, either that or I dreamed of it, that people who's had relatives survive the Spanish flu, their offspring or descendants... Or not the Spanish flu. The one where the rat got the plague. Mm-hmm. Don't get the COVID as bad. Really? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, wouldn't that be everybody living? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had saw something where they found a bubonic plague again, plague again somewhere in rats. Probably. I think it's still out there. It's just not as... Mm-hmm. We just have better sanitation. Yeah. And better hygiene. I mean, which is a disease where all it takes is vitamin C to cure it? If you ask me, all of them. <laughs> I'm convinced. A little bit of airborne or vitamin C, you can kick anything. Take a couple pills of zinc. <laughs> I had herpes for two days. Like, and I knocked that shit right out. Drank some orange juice, climbed on the treadmill for an hour. <laughs> Sweated that shit right out. Sweated HIV right out of me. <laughs> It's not 86 degrees in here. No. It looks like a little radio. See, if we had our makeshift little booth set up over here, that would actually get too hot. Does it get that hot? Oh, yeah. That sucker in our little travel trailer, putting it down closer to the bed level, that thing make you sweat. 
was it that or all the sexual tension between you and the missus? Sexual frustration has a higher heat level. <laughs> I see if prostitution was legal, you wouldn't have any of that. No, I'd tell the old lady, hey, give me 40 bucks, I'll be back in a couple hours. It's $45 and you'll be taken care of. You won't be complaining to her, not a one bit. Mm-hmm. You'll be happy back home. Y'all can go do whatever y'all do when you're not making love. Eating, I don't know. What we do every day. <laughs> you knock one out, she Because there's no romantic relationship there. It's just a guy taking care of his needs. There is something to be said for that. I think a lot of people put too much in that whole, uh, if you love me, you can only have sex with me. Yeah. I feel like you're putting a boundary in a relationship that way. I do, too. Kind of boxing yourself in. I never want to live that way. <laughs> Look at you now. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's talk about the globalist. <laughs> the globalists are taking over the politics in the United States, and I have the documents right here to prove it. In 1993, I reported on this, and nobody listened to me then. Believe me in Grove. <laughs> I was invited to the Bohemian Grove. <laughs> what is the Bohemian Grove? I think I... I forgot. I was the first one that broke Bohemian Grove when we snuck in there. I would like to hang out with Alex and Tim Dillon. <laughs> that would be fun. Mm-hmm. To be a fly on the wall on that one. I kind of want to rent an Airbnb. That Hell, I'd smoke a joint with them. <laughs> Did you hear Tim Dillon got kicked out of Airbnb? Yeah, I heard him talking about it. I'm on his side. Yeah. I'm on Team Tim. Yeah. I mean, it's a vacation. Why are you going to do the fucking dishes? You got yeah. somebody coming in there to clean the shit anyway. See, I didn't know that you're not supposed to leave dirty dishes. I didn't know that either. The last time we had one, I was getting on to her for cleaning dishes. She's like, oh, you got to clean one. Fuck that. We're on vacation. Yeah, I mean, I can I mean, see they got it. Like right now, they're doing that whole, you got to pay that extra fee for COVID the COVID cleaning. cleaning. And you're going to clean everything but the fucking dishes? The one thing that can probably transmit the disease more than any fucking thing else? Yeah, you've been putting forks and shit in your mouth? Yeah. How do you know I washed them good? How do you know I didn't just throw them in the sink of water and rinse them off and throw them in the fucking cupboard? No. Yeah, you, you got to wash everything. I mean, to be fair, I know somebody that, that drank out of a uh, cup in a Airbnb one time and just, like, turned it around put it back in the cupboard. <laughs> just drink water out of it. Not going to name any names? I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> I know somebody who did that. <laughs> My germs. No telling how many people do that. Uh-uh. I mean, I wouldn't do it because it's just wrong. That's why I don't drink out of or eat anything in a fucking hotel room. <laughs> no. You think they COVID clean those hotel rooms? <laughs> the shit that I've sat in a ho- hotel room and thought about doing, I'm not yeah. the first one. I will tell you this though. I well, they don't leave the sewing kits anymore. They used to leave the sewing kits in the drawers in some of those hotel rooms. I used to stay in in the oil field, and it was always fun to like sew the curtains together or something, <laughs> just something random to let them know you were there. Put a button on the fucking bedspread. What's this button doing? <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Stitch your name in there. <laughs> I'm here for me, okay? 
It's also why I don't lay face down on them fucking beds anymore either. No, I spread eagle. I lay on there naked and just roll around. <laughs> I've done some nasty, questionable things in fucking hotel rooms. They all had names. Seeing the mumbo number five. <laughs> A little bit of Jessica, here I am. <laughs> A little bit of you makes me your man. Oh, yeah. Had a lot of fun in hotels. I don't think we own the rights to that song. Mm. No, Luke Baker's not going to come after us. <laughs> Just like I always take a shower when I climb out of a hot tub. That's no joke. Hot tubs are like the dirtiest thing out there. Mm. Especially a hotel hot tub. Ooh. I worked as a security guard when I was 18, right out of high school. First job I had. I graduated high school on a Saturday. Monday, I started as a security guard. And there was a couch in this hotel that was a higher-end higher, higher end hotel right on the beach. And uh, I walked in one night, <coughs> looked through one of the windows in the lobby, and there was a Guy back there finger-banging his old lady sitting right there on the couch. In the lobby? Yeah. Well, it wasn't really the... It, it was part of the lobby, but like a extension of the lobby that didn't have a lot of traffic in it. But, I mean, they were standing right... They, they were sitting right between, like, a shitload of big bay windows and whatnot. He was just wrist-deep up in there. Yeah, most people I did not stop him. Most people in the service industry know how dirty people are. Service and hospitality and yeah, first responders. When I was in high school, when I was a senior, I worked at the uh, movie theater. That was the year that that movie Mean Girls came out. And we, uh, we were ushers at the movie theater. We'd go in there and clean out all the trash and everything after each show. And... Uh, we walked in on that Mean Girls and walked in there and looked around. There was nobody in there. The place was empty. And when I was turning around to walk out, I caught like a glimpse of something up in the seats. And I looked up there. There was one dude up there, and he was waxing his carrot watching <laughs> Mean Girls. <laughs> now I figured out why the floors are so sticky in the movie theater. Oh, yeah. I bet movie theater seats are the grossest. That's probably why they shut down for COVID. <laughs> There's no way you can... <laughs> can't sanitize that. Man, you catch chlamydia, you can really just tell your old lady I went to the movies. <laughs> Got a little bit of chlamydia on my popcorn. <laughs> yeah, when you drop something on the floor in that movie theater, you leave it. Yeah. Cell phone, anything. $100 bill. I finger banged a chick in the movie theater watching it. Th uh, I mean, who had it? The Spartans or whatever. Meet the Spartans. Or Is it that comedy movie? Yeah. 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 It's back when I was in college. Yeah, Kids still do that. Finger bang people in theaters? Well, just finger banging in general. I, I mean, know. surely, yeah. I mean. I guess so. I'm not a kid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you have more interactions than I do. I don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a rite of passage as a teenage. 
I bet we could build board. something a little simple out here. Oh yeah, no problem. What's expensive right now though? Well, we wouldn't have to get the expensive stuff. Just get some two by fours. Particle board. Not even particle board. Just get like paneling, like they put in trailer houses, because we're gonna put that backing on them. Yeah. Spray that glue. It'll be cheap ass. I don't have any more of those lights up there like that one. I've got that one that I used to have on this gun table. Put that up in there. That'll light it up real good, real bright. Then we can actually put an actual real table between us yeah. and have everything set up. Just keep it set up when I bring my laptop we have that. Yeah. Just plug it in. That'd keep the dust out of here too. That's definitely a problem in this shop. Mm. Always has been a problem. Which I don't know why. You would think the dust would be done by now. <laughs> Wait, huh? I got some stuff I got to do while I'm here, so why don't we start wrapping this one up? I think we've tortured folks enough this week. Yeah. Made up for missing it last week. The week before that. Just give another shout out to Lori for listening. Thank you, Lori. And whoever else listens, you want a shout out on here? Just send us a message. At some point, we would like to get it to where we can engage with people and uh, maybe have a couple phone interviews with random people that listen. Out. Huh? Yeah, you, I think your mic just went out. No, I'm back on. Oh, okay. Just when I plugged that in, it turned out. I don't know why. No, did it? No, I'm not plugged in. Oh. oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. So, just want to let everybody know that we love you. Mm -hmm. We're trying. Stay salty, my friends. Stay salty. So I guess we'll plug this so you can unplug yours. And, and remember, if she's questionable, wash it. Wash. And you, we reserve the right to be wrong. We reserve the right to be wrong. Cause I don't agree with you You see flowers grow with seeds of love
of our song You could be right, you might be wrong Why do we argue, why do we fight Everybody thinks God's on this side Just count to ten before you throw a stone Whatever you Just count to ten before you throw a stone